Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode one of Children of the Damned, an Iron Maiden podcast with kids. My name is Marco, a.k.a. The Trooper, and I am 43 years old. My name is Max, I'm a.k.a. The Wrath Child, and I am 8 years old. My name is Dylan, a.k.a. Something, and I'm 7 years old. And how do we know each other? Because you're, you're dad. All right, that's right. You guys are my kids, and we love Iron Maiden. Let's talk about it. thought we would start this week with uh, some introductions about how we each got into Iron Maiden. Uh, Maxim, you want to tell the story? Yeah. So, me and Dylan got into Iron Maiden. We were at a nice party, and someone was wearing an Iron Maiden t-shirt. And he said, oh, you got to listen to the band. So, on the drive back home, we put it on, and it was like we were flying into heaven. It was just awesome. It was just like, it was the, the best musical art I've ever seen by, I don't know how much, like in, an insane amount. Okay, and I looked at his shirt, I was like, oh, that shirt is really cool. And then, also on the way back, that was the first song we listened to on Maiden. What, what was on the shirt? Yeah, yeah what was on the shirt? The Trooper was the first song we listened to of Iron Maiden. Ah, uh, so it was a Trooper shirt with Eddie and the flag? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, did you guys, what did you think of the shirt? So, I mean, I really liked it because, like, the jacket was, like, ripping off, and, like, I really liked the bloody sword, and I really liked the flag, and I really just, I liked it. It was super cool. I loved it. Yeah, it is It is a very cool shirt, a very cool design yeah. uh, from the Trooper single. Uh, the And what's that guy's name on the shirt? Eddie. 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 You guys like Eddie? Eddie, Eddie is pretty awesome. Uh, Eddie is kind of uh, in the story of how I got into Iron Maiden too, uh, because when I was a little older than you guys, probably I was uh, nine or ten years old. Uh, my cousin, who lived across the street from my grandparents, uh, had a lot of Iron Maiden records, so we would hang out in his living room and play Iron Maiden records. And you guys have seen records, how big they are, right? So all of the album art was actually really big, and you could look at it and, you know, study it. So I think one of the first records I heard was Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, and it's still my favorite album cover ever because the art on it is so amazing. Uh, and that's that's uh, how I got into Iron Maiden. Okay, well, like, let's get into some music, I think. So for the first few episodes of the podcast, I think what we'll do is we'll go through the Iron Maiden studio albums and talk about uh, our favorite songs and listen to some Maiden. So 1980, first album, the self-titled Iron Maiden. So this album was released with uh, eight songs on it initially, and then uh, in later releases a ninth song was added, Sanctuary. And we're going to talk about our favorite songs on this record. We're each going to pick one, and we're going to listen to it and talk about it a little bit. So, Dylan, what is your favorite song on Iron Maiden? Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden, the self-titled song on the self-titled album. Absolutely a legendary song. Iron Maiden plays it, as far as I know, at every single concert, and will usually close out their concert with it. Uh, A stone-cold classic. Uh, Let's hear... Iron Maiden by Iron Maiden. Okay. 
Wow, that is just so awesome. Now let's hear what's Maximus' favorite song. Maximus, what is your favorite song? Wait, before we before we start, I want to do it to talk about why he likes it. Done? Um, I like it because I really like when the like in the twenty fifteen tour. I really like when I like Beast Daddy shows up. It's really cool. I think he means twenty nineteen tour. Tw- yeah, like the that's right. The Legacy of the Beast tour during the Iron Maiden performance uh, at the end of the concert. A huge Beast Daddy from the Legacy of the Beast video game shows up. That is super cool. Uh, yeah. What Maxim? What do you think about Iron Maiden the song? I think it's just, it's like a good, fast song. Another reason I think Iron Maiden is always the ending is not just because it's the self-titled song, because it's a nice, good, fast song. I already said it's fast, but again, um, it's just good to end off a nerve-wracking night of listening to music and having a great time. Yeah, with like a high-energy metal song like that like a, a fast and loud song yeah yeah whenever i hear it, it it sort of gives me the urge to turn up the headphones or turn up the speakers it's like it's a song that needs to be played really loud yeah yeah so i think it's, it's perfect for a concert right yeah also when we get to that episode we're going to talk a lot about how aces high is good in a in a concert Oh yeah, Ace is High usually the opener for. Uh, it's, I think it's Iron been Maiden the opener concert. in every concert until Power Slave. Uh, until Power or since Power Slave. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Usually, when I see a concert or a live show, it, it opens with Ace is High. Uh, you know, the current tour is called the Legacy of the Beast tour, and a lot of it, a lot of it is based on. The Legacy of the Beast video game. You know, I think we'll do a, a, a special podcast episode uh, just on the game. What do you think about that? Yeah. yeah that's that's going to cool. be in like a bonus, 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 bonus. Bonus episode, sure. Bonus. I mean... Bonus episode on I, the game. That, that sounds good. In my season two, I don't know why we're talking about this in the first episode, but I'm going for it. Season two should be the live albums. Sure, sure. Yeah, so maybe a bonus episode on the game. It makes sense. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to our second song of the podcast. Uh, Maxim, what have you picked? I've picked Running Free. Running Free, awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about it, or should we listen first? I mean, I want to tell you after the song. Let's get this playing. All right, let's do it.
Okay, the song's over, now let's talk about it. Okay, so what I'm going to talk about first is the intro. The intro is honestly my favorite part of the song. It's like the... Yeah, that, that rhythm is very cool. Yeah, so this is this is not the drummer that we all know from Iron Maiden, uh, Nico McBrain. Uh, what we're looking at here, let me see, Clive Burr was the drummer on the In terms of lineup, we've got Paul Diano on lead vocals, and Paul Diano also wrote some of the lyrics, including Running Free. Uh, and of course, Steve Harris is on the bass. Steve Harris is the one, uh, the one member always in Iron Maiden. He's kind of the heart and soul really? of the band. What about Dave Murray? Dave Murray, I think, also was in the band the whole time, but maybe not, I think, from the start, like 1978, 79. Not the, not the Soundhouse tapes. Yeah, but, but from the Paul first Diano? album on. Yeah, Paul Diano was not the original vocalist, the original singer, uh, Dylan, but came on pretty early uh, in 1978, I believe, uh, after a couple other singers were in and out of the band, sort of. Uh, and a similar thing happened with Dave Murray. Dave Murray was the original guitar player uh, in Iron Maiden, uh, but was fired a couple of times in the early days before coming back on um, in 1978. So I think both of them were actually involved in the Soundhouse tapes, uh, as well as the recording of this first album. Yeah, uh, for me, this song is interesting, Running Free. It, it's... Uh, it sounds very much like an American rock and roll song. The whole 16 years old and pickup truck and out of money, out of luck. It's very like 70s American rock and roll. Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't sound much like a British heavy metal song, which I always found interesting. It doesn't really surprise me that uh, Steve Harris didn't write the lyrics to this song um, it, because it's not really a Steve Harris type of uh, theme. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of his lyrics are more about you know outer space and ancient pharaohs and things like that. Uh, and you listen to uh, Paul Diano lyrics, and you know there's a lot of uh, you know being young and running free and uh, killers behind you and and things like that. A lot a lot more like of the sort of punk rock aggressive uh, I mean, Killer, aesthetic. I mean, Killers does have good lyrics, even. If Paul did oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying it's a different it's kind of a different theme, a different sound yeah, like the than, world. Uh, than the, what we get from Steve Harris usually. Yeah. Dylan, you're pounding on your chest, which the microphone can definitely pick up. So let's hear what you have to say, Dylan. Okay. Um I really like running free because it like I really like the beginning, same as Maxim's idea. And I like it because like the drums, the bass, the guitar, are like doing super good. They're like so good, the best, but not better than Iron Maiden. That's my opinion. Sure, sure, sounds good. Uh, yeah, I, th I think it's a it's a very very cool rhythm. It's not something that we hear a lot of from Iron Maiden in the future. That kind of like dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Uh, you know, it's 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 a interesting rhythm. Uh, it's it's a lot more sort of rock and rolly than than we get out of later uh, Iron Maiden songs. Uh, I think they start fleshing out their songs more or their their sound more in the future albums. And uh, but but starting with this album, you know, we have a couple of songs that sound uh, kind of like what Iron Maiden gets to in the future, like. Uh, Transylvania is one of these songs, right? It's a long instrumental, and it, it, it sounds like something you might hear on 
uh, a power slave or uh, somewhere in time. Um, the song I picked for this episode is not Transylvania, although if you want to listen to an excellent Iron Maiden instrumental, Transylvania is definitely very good. Uh, the song I picked is one of my favorites from this album. It's called Phantom of the Opera. Let's hear it.
That was Phantom of the Opera from 1980's Iron Maiden. Uh, it, such a, a huge, epic song. I think it's seven and a half minutes, uh, way longer than any of the other songs on that first album. And I think it really gives a, a taste of things to come from Iron Maiden. Uh, I love the the intro, that sort of complex guitar passage, uh, and then it kicks into the this high energy speed uh, of of sort of the the main phrase of the song, um, and then when Paul Diano comes in, it's it's such an interesting uh, vocal performance because you know I know so many Iron Maiden lyrics, you know I I can. I can sing uh, The Trooper or, or Hallowed Be Thy Name or, or Flight of Icarus, the entire thing from memory, uh, but I couldn't tell you any of the words from this song because he's singing so fast, it's almost like his, his voice is an instrument. Uh, it's, it's almost like his voice is a, a guitar and not not saying words, uh, which is which is really cool to listen to, but, but, but just an, an interesting way to do it. Um, I like that bass part in the middle after after they finish the kind of speedy main main part of the song. There's a little bass breakdown from Steve Harris in the middle, uh, which sounds really cool. And then it, and then it kind of starts to build from there. The, the the guitars get added onto the bass. Uh, there's a really good instrumental piece after that. Uh, a, a nice solo from Dave Murray. Um, again, it, it is a taste of things to come in terms of the solo because. Uh, on future albums, you'll get Dave Murray and Adrian Smith, and they'll kind of solo back and forth uh, w- w- with each other, and, and you get these bigger guitar breaks and guitar solos. What do you got, Maxim? Um, I think I think they also carry this in songs with like really big solos, like The Trooper. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the future so future Iron Maiden songs have much bigger solos than this. You know, even though it's a seven and a half minute song. Not a huge guitar solo, uh, but but I think yeah. In the, in the future, when they have two two or three soloists with Dave Murray and Adrian Smith and, and Yannick later, you get a lot more of these bigger, more epic solos. Yeah, and also especially for the Trooper, it's only a four minute song, and the solo is just floor up. Even the beginning, like the whole song is just guitar heavy. It is, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll right. talk about that in the Peace of Mind episode. You think we're going to play the Trooper? That's going to be one of our three picks? Obviously. I Obviously. <laughs> it's only the best song on that album. Dylan, what do you got? Um, this is mine for Book of Souls, Death or Glory. Death or Glory for Book of Souls? No. Well, Dylan gets to pick one song. If he likes Death or Glory, I think that's a good choice. I just don't think it's just a good song in general. Well, you know, I can't wait to have that discussion when we get to Book of Souls, Which guys. Which is going to be... What is that, episode uh, episode 15? Um, or 16? Um, I have no uh, Yeah. After Final Frontier I think it, maybe, it may, oh, you're right. Final Frontier has that song that's got the number 15 in it, right? So, Final Frontier was Sally 15. I think also that's because it's the 15th, it's the 15th album. album, so Book of Souls right, would be the 16th the album. Final Frontier. That's also, that's why Book of Souls is called the... Actually, wait, not because that's why the song in Final Frontier that so it's supposed to self-title the album is called Saturday Fifteen: The Final Frontier. Because it's the fifteenth album. Yes. 
Also, yeah, they did that I, a few times, right? Like, um, Virtual Eleven. Virtual Eleven is the eleventh album. The X Factor. The, the X 10. Factor is the tenth album. That's right. It's uh, it's interesting. Uh, you know what? Well, I've I've heard that, or the original plan from Steve Harris was to have Iron Maiden do fifteen albums and then quit. So but, the final frontier was supposed to be the final Iron Maiden album. But people wanted more, so they. So a few years they came back with the Book of Souls. Yeah, I, well, I think people wanted more, and I think Iron Maiden wanted more, right? Like, those guys are so good at doing what they do. They probably so got they bored and, and came back and recorded two excellent albums. Also, I'm excited for when we get to this in YouTube part. That's going to be an epic episode. Yeah, you know, I, I'm surprised by how good these recent albums are. Very, very pleasantly surprised. Yes, um... I don't know how good the final song on the Hauntar Maiden band was, but I know the name, Hell on Oath. Uh, what, what is that? Is that the final song on... Sinjutsu. On yeah. Sinjutsu. Oh, mm-hmm. so that'll be, that'll be the final song of our studio album repertoire. I don't know if we're going to play it. It's not, it's not my favorite. I think Sinjutsu opens really, really strong. Like with the, the, the first boom, three boom, songs are just excellent. Boom, boom. Uh, yeah, those are going to be the three we pick definitely, but what's going to be... I think you're probably right. Yeah. I think you're probably right. But, you know, we'll find out when we get there. Also, for that uh, episode... Do we, have, do we have anything else to say about Iron Maiden or about uh, Phantom of the Opera? Well... You know, what? I, one thing I wrote down is all of the tempo changes. And this yeah. is, you know, th- there's a lot of these, the songs on the first album are a little bit more straightforward rock and roll. They kind of start fast, go fast, end fast. Um, kind of kind of uh, not too much variety. Uh, Phantom of the Opera, so, again, is, is a lot like the Maiden you get in the 80s, uh, in the later 80s. Where it goes slow, fast, slow, fast. A lot of, a lot of time signature changes, a lot of tempo changes. Uh, it makes it, to me it makes the song more interesting. What do you guys think? Yeah. Also, speaking of tempo changes, the song "Sinjutsu," if you listen to it, goes from big drums to the guitar. Also, it's kind of, it, it kind of goes slow, and then there's just one point where it does. Yeah, you know they do a lot of that, uh, especially on on the more recent albums. There's a lot of you know like intros, like bass intros that will. Kind of build slowly and slowly and slowly, and, and like do like yeah, two or three minutes of bass intro before the song even starts. Um, that that's kind of their their new style. I like it. I like it. Uh, we'll see how it how it works live. You know, I don't know if they play a lot of those longer songs live. Uh, you know, it seems to me that it would eat up a lot of the concert if you play. You know the red and the black. It's like a twelve-minute song. I mean, that, they're gonna start slow. I mean, I have a feeling they're gonna play some jutsu in the new concert. I just have a feeling. Yeah, well, and you know, maybe, uh, maybe we'll get to find out. They are, you know, we we live in California, and they are coming to uh, Anaheim in September. So, so uh, maybe go? maybe we'll get to go. That would be amazing. Would that be uh, that would be my second time seeing Iron Maiden? That would be our first time seeing Iron Maiden. Well, if you're talking live, yeah. Yeah. What what about ha- have you been to too. have you been to any concerts? No. So this would be if we go see Iron Maiden, it would be your first like real big concert. I think we saw like a concert in the park a couple times, that type of thing, but a real like arena rock and roll show. This would be your first one. What do you think? You yep. think it would be a good one to be your first? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be an incredible one to be your first. 
I mean, in my opinion, actually a good first for most people getting into rock would be actually Pink Floyd. Oh, wow, yeah. I, I wish my first concert was Pink Floyd. That would have been amazing. I have a question. Did you even see Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd live? I've never seen Pink Floyd live, but I have seen uh, a lot of the members of Pink Floyd live. So I've, I've seen uh, Dave Mason's recent tour. I, I've seen Roger Waters several times, and, and I did see the last tour that David Gilmore did as well. They're all very good, but you know, it's just it's just not Pink Floyd. I love that I am made in consults and I love that I am in consults play nineteen legacy of the beast hall because like I love when Troop Party showed up and at the end showed a Tony Eddie fighting the beast. In the, the back of all of the end of the 2019 tour, Wanted Hills song. Cool, cool. Yeah. Also, I liked when the Trooper came out. Oh, when when the Trooper Eddie comes out on stage. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 pretty rad. Um, yeah, I think uh, when I saw them, I saw them in Irvine, California. I think in 2008 or 2009, it was the Somewhere Back in Time tour. So all they did was play the, you know, the classic tunes from the 80s albums. Like Power Slave and the... Yeah, and Somewhere I, in Time. Actually, and I read the, the wiki on that one, and, well, I read something on it. It was like an Iron Maiden book, I think. Whatever. It um said that the main songs on that were songs from Power Slave... Somewhere back in time. Somewhere in time, yeah. Yeah, and Seven Sun. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd be surprised if they didn't play Iron Maiden, but you might be right. You might be right. Uh, yeah, I think. But but when when I saw that concert, uh, if I remember correctly, they had a big uh, sort of puppet or whatever automaton of um, automaton of. Somewhere in time, Eddie, of the cyborg Eddie with, you know, the, the sci-fi gun and the laser eye. Oh, did he he walk came around? out on stage and walked around, yeah. I always like the walk-ons because, I, mean, I mean, they can get the walk-ons a little bit more exciting if they actually try to attack the band members. Or yeah, they kind of pretend to, right? But it, it, you got to realize it's hard to have a 10-foot-tall walking Eddie Okay, so I think that wraps up uh, our discussion of the first Iron Maiden album and also wraps up the first episode of Children of the Damned. Woo! How do you guys think it went? It went great, in my yeah? opinion. <laughs> I think it was awesome. Super fun. Dylan? I agree. And bye. Adios. Adios. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks when we cover 1981's Killers. See you, see you troopers. Look out, I'm